Get your fill of baseball news and beer reviews at foulballarea.com. Follow our blog for the latest news around the baseball world and read about some of our favorite ballpark beers. Tune into the podcast every Wednesday as we take a deep dive into the topics of the day. Stay connected by signing up for our mailing list or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Foulball Area. Now, here's today's episode of the Foulball Area Podcast with Matthew Atkins and Trey Lyle. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of the Foulball Area Podcast. We have made it through the entire 2023 regular season, and it is postseason time. Playoff baseball begins this week with the Wild Card Series. It's going to be a really exciting week. Best of three, all three games hosted at the team with the higher seed before we get into the Division Series starting this weekend. All this month, and even into November, I think we will have postseason baseball. I think the schedule has the World Series creeping into the first couple of days of November this year. It's going to be a really, really exciting next month. I am so pumped for it. I really love the postseason field we have this year. I think it's really, uh, it's really good one with a lot of good matchups. I just think I just, I just can't wait for the games to get underway, Trey. Yeah, very exciting time. I mean, I think you just uh, got a sense of postseason baseball. Unfortunately, the your, your pick of the Mariners did not make the playoffs. They struggled the last week of the season, but you got to see, you know, Verlander versus Luis Castillo live in person uh, that, you know, they were both fighting for their lives. You know, both teams were. So you basically got a sense of what postseason baseball is going to be like. Talk, You know, uh, we should really kick off the pod talking about that. How was yeah, that? How it was going uh... to that game? It was a really exciting game. Um, my first time at T-Mobile Park, uh, the roof was closed. It was rainy all week that we were in Seattle. So roof was closed for the game, which I think probably contributed to the the exciting environment because I think it made it a little louder in there. Uh, Astros, Mariners at the time, they were both fighting for the wild card spot. The Rangers were in first place in the division at the time. So they were both fighting for a wild card spot. Like you said, we got to see... Verlander and Castillo on the mound going against each other. I expected a little bit more of a pitcher's duel, but the Astros, they just came out playing really well. I think they won the game five to nothing. Uh, they they just shut down the Mariners offense. Castillo really couldn't get anything going on the mound uh, against the Astros. The Astros just came out swinging right away. But Verlander, uh, eight shutout innings, which I was rooting for the Mariners because I did pick them to go far in the playoffs and because they're a fun team to root for. But uh, Verlander just came in out or came out and uh, eight shutout innings. It was uh, a really cool experience to see him pitch that well, especially this late in his career. But a really exciting matchup. I mean, there was one point, I think it was the fourth inning, the Mariners were down for nothing, and Julio Rodriguez comes up to the plate with bases loaded. Everyone in the stadium was standing up on their feet cheering in the fourth inning of a, a regular season game. I mean, it was just a great environment. Yeah, I remember watching the, <coughs> the highlights for that. Uh, going back, and I was, I was pumped for you. I was pumped, obviously. Uh, Mariah was there uh, with you. Uh, looked like y'all had a great, you know, great time all week in Seattle. So uh, I guess, I guess it was it was uh, worth it to uh, delay the pod till today. Well, it's not delay. We just skipped a week, basically. Yeah, we just skipped a week, and now we'll get this one out in time for the uh, for the postseason games when they and get started. I was gonna say we we, we uh, you know we we uh, as our you know trying to get forgiveness, we we're putting this one out earlier in the week than we typically do. Exactly, exactly, because the postseason does start on Tuesday. Four games, the wild card series games get underway. I think there are going to be some really uh, exciting matchups in this first round. 
And I think that's what we're going to start things off with today. What do you think is the most intriguing first round matchup that we're going to see in these wild card series, these best of three series? So there's only one that features two really good teams or teams, elite, elite, like teams I could see winning it all this year, I would say. Uh, and so that's uh, Rangers, Rangers and Rays, uh, two of the three best teams in the American League, probably uh, two of the four best teams in the American League, I should say. And uh, uh, yeah, so I, I'm going with uh, Rangers and uh, and Rays. I agree with you there. I think that's a really intriguing series. You got on one hand, you got the Rays who were, you know, got off to a historic start at the beginning of the season. If you remember all the way back in April when they were just on a tear offensively and won, I think their first 12 or 13 games. And they just had such a great start to the season before the Orioles finally overtook them in the second half of the season in the division race. But the Rays still finished with 99 wins on the season. And, you know, if, if they weren't, if it weren't for the way the playoff format is set up, they would be the two seed in the American League. But unfortunately, they lost the division race, so they get relegated to a wild card spot and they have to play in this first round series. Uh, so, uh, you know, they're a really, really good team. And then on the other hand, you have the Texas Rangers, who, as we mentioned a few minutes ago, the the Mariners and the Astros were fighting for a wild card spot. The Rangers last week, they were in first place in the American League West. They ended up losing that series. The Astros played really well over the final week. The Rangers did not play as well, and they ended up losing the series by, I think, just one game. And so the Astros end up with that two seed in the American League uh, bracket, and that puts the Rangers in the uh, in the wildcard series. That gives them the five seed. So that, that really shows these two teams. It shows you the importance of winning your division because if the, if the Rays – and the Rangers had won their divisions, they would have had buys, but instead they got to play in the first round series. So I think that's a super exciting series because both very good teams. And I would assume that, I mean, just because I have no faith in the twins that the winner of this will play the Astros. Um, so, cause this is the uh, four or five matchup. So, uh, right. I yeah, think they the go five. on to the Orioles. They would play the Orioles if I'm looking at the bracket, right? Yeah, but if Toronto wins, the, Toronto's the oh, six. Toronto, oh, Toronto and Minnesota, that series, yeah. I thought it's the it's like the NFL playoffs where the highest seed goes to the one. I don't think so. I think it's just a straight bracket. I don't think there's any reason. Oh, then the O's are screwed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, see, I don't get – yeah, that makes no sense. All right. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a little weird. Um, wait a minute. Here we go. Yeah, you're right. You are right. My bad. Yeah. So the winner is, of this series plays the O's. It is a little which, weird the way it's set up because which, then given you our to... your next question is I actually had it right. So my brain just decided to turn <laughs> off for the last five minutes of the podcast. That's all right. So, we we've only gotten through the first the first uh, round matchup, so we're good. And we we had the course, same had the same. Of response. course, baseball is like this, where um, it has to have an unnecessarily com- complicated uh, format. Yeah, sort I mean, of. it, it kind of like the one seed ends up playing either the four or five, which it really is weird. You would think the, the one seed would play the lowest seed. But yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just the way it's set up. It's a little odd. But um, I think it I think I agree with you that Rangers Rays series 
in the wild card round is going to be a super exciting one to watch. Another one that I, will, I, would, uh, I was going to say Phillies Marlins because it's a yeah. uh, it divisional rivals. I was going to add that too. I would keep my eye on that one. I think that that's going to be an exciting series as well. Uh, when you go over to the Brewers Diamondbacks, Brandon Woodruff is going to miss this series. Uh, of course, one of the best pitchers on the Brewers team. Uh, he's going to miss this series with a shoulder injury and his status for the rest of the postseason is up in the air. So that would be a big blow to the Brewers World Series hopes if they don't have him for the rest of the postseason. And then we have the Blue Jays and Twins. I think that's going to be Blue Jays should win that easily. I don't have any faith in the Twins. Yeah, I kind of hinted that moments ago. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think it'll be, you know what, I'll go upset. I'll say Texas because they're at home, Toronto. I'll go Arizona. I like how how Diamondbacks played down the stretch. Um, uh, and then I'll I'll go with the Phillies. I'm gonna go Rangers, Blue Jays, Phillies, and I'm gonna say the Brewers win in this uh in the, the wild card round. Even though they're not gonna have Brandon Woodruff, I think that they're gonna end up taking this series against Diamondbacks. I think that they're just they're too good of a team to lose so this we- early. We disagree on one. Yeah, that's the only one we disagree on so far. Got it. All right. What do you think is the most intriguing potential second round or matchup? It doesn't have to be second round. It could be NLCS, ALCS, any any matchup that you think would be interesting if it happens. Whoever the O's play in the ALDS, and it's more because baseball's, you know, being a Yankees fan, but, like, I still have, like, it's just you know the O's, the O's story of how they rebuilt and how quickly they got back and how good they are and how great of a fan base Baltimore is. Those games are gonna be awesome in Camden, so I I just can't wait to see the O's have a home game of postseason baseball with a real like this like those teams that made the playoffs. I don't know. It never felt like they really had a shot of winning at all. This team does. This is the best O's team. In what twenty years? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I so so I, I, I and what's crazy is they're going to get better. This I mean the O's O's path has kind of been like the the Astros path. Uh, so I could say that for the LCS, but I'm going with the L, the LDS with O's with the winner of the Rays Rangers series because I I think that's such a toss up. I'm I know I picked the Rangers, but I would not be shocked if the Rays moved on. I think if it's uh, if we see the Orioles playing the Rays, that would be super exciting because you have the division rivalry there. But I do agree with you. Any you know any of those games at Camden Yards are going to be so exciting. They haven't had playoff baseball there in a long time. Uh, they just had the they just reached a new agreement to stay at Camden Yards for the next thirty years. So that's super. They exciting. They announced it the same day that they uh, they won the AL East, which was awesome. Yeah, so that's really good for the Orioles and for their fan base, especially. But I got to say, looking at all the ways that this bracket could go, I'm I'm most excited for a Braves-Dodgers-NLCS rematch. I think that you look at these two teams and you got four players in that matchup that were in the MVP conversation this year in Acuna, Olsen, Freeman, and Betts. You got the two teams that have pretty much run the National League for the past five years except for you know last year they both got knocked out early but other than that they've pretty much run the national league recently 
you you had them match up in the NLCS in 2020 and 2021. So I think seeing those two teams in the NLCS again, uh, that's just that's the marquee matchup. That's what you want to see: the best teams battling it out against each other when the all the stakes are on the line. So I think that that would be a really fun series. Obviously, as a Braves fan, if that series happens, I'm my blood pressure is going to be through the roof that entire week. It's not going to be a good week for me, but it's going to be really exciting to watch, and it's going to be great for all baseball fans because that's going to be the best baseball that you can get uh, in in this postseason. I think. Um, I I almost said Braves Phillies in the NLDS because obviously the Phillies knocked out the Braves last year in the NLDS. And I think that that's going to be a really uh, intriguing rematch if it happens. A lot of storylines there, obviously. You know, the Braves, it's pretty much the same situation as last year. Braves had a really good regular season. They win the division. You got the Phillies who have been good all season and they're coming in hot. They win the wild card round. They come into Atlanta and they could put the Braves on the ropes pretty early. Uh, same situation as last year. So I think that if that happens, it'll be definitely a series to watch. But I just, I'm excited for a potential Braves Dodgers NLCS. Yeah, that'll be awesome. That will be awesome to see. I would, I would be, uh, I'd be pumped to see that. So uh, I, I don't think that's a bad pick, bud. All right. So is that your, uh, what's so at the end of the day, what is uh, your championship? picks and then uh who you got winning it all so i do have a braves dodgers nlcs matchup and i got a orioles astros alcs matchup so i'm pretty much going all chalk at this point but then in the world series i got it braves versus the astros i just think the astros just find a way to win every year you always you know you think you can count them out but they always find a way to win they're a super talented team, just too many good pieces on this team for them to fall short. And I think we're going to get a Braves-Astros 2021 World Series rematch, and I think the Braves are going to win it again. So National League side, uh, I would have said if the Phillies were at the top, like if they were, let's say, the sixth seed, I would have said they upset the Dodgers in the ALDS. But I think Atlanta's a really bad matchup for them. Um, so I'm taking Braves Dodgers in the NLCS. I picked the Braves to win the World Series at the start of the season. I'm riding with that, obviously. And then I have them defeating the Baltimore Orioles. I have I just I don't know. I something tells me this O's is a special year for the O's. Um it, you know, I, I compare them to the Astros team, but it also kind of reminds me that Royals team that uh lost the World Series um, to, what was it, the Cardinals? Um, uh, and then Giants. They came, Giants, and then they came back and beat the Mets. Yeah, kind of reminds me of that, because they're going to be a better team next year with Jackson Holiday. Um, so so I think, um, uh, you know, and that Royals team really came out of nowhere and dominated that year. So uh, I, I'm going to go with the O's, and they're taking on in the ALCS – the Toronto Blue Jays. Ooh, Your pick okay. to win the World Series, what was it, two years ago? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> they finally meet their potential. They upset the Astros. Um, and, and, you know, I think we the American League East was the best division in baseball. And I uh, I think they, they get it done. 
that would be a fun matchup. You know, the, the Blue Jays are a team that have been like kind of quietly really good this year. Like no one's really been paying attention to them because yeah. in their division you had the Orioles and the Rays. And then the the American League wildcard race was just so crowded. Yeah, uh, but they're I also did, team. didn't want to say that as my uh, you know most intriguing potential matchup because then it spoils my my pick. Right, it's like set, you know setting up things. I so in terms of World Series matchup that I think will happen. Obviously, I said Braves Astros, but what I want to see happen is what you're going with Braves Orioles because I do think that would be a really fun matchup. You know, the Orioles, as we've talked about all season long, have just been so bad for so long. And now they've got all the pieces. So many young, good players on this team, Gunnar Henderson, Adley Rutschman, uh, so many other good players on this team. And it's really good to see them have this success. I know it feels good for Orioles fans to have this good of a team on the field. And so to see them make the world series would be really good for baseball, really good for Orioles fans. And obviously, I want to see the Braves in the World Series. And if you if you had that matchup, you'd have the Braves, who, granted, they still have a lot of young players, a lot of guys around 25, 26 years old, but they're experienced because they came up so early. So they're, they're really veterans at this point. So you got the Braves, who have experienced veterans who have won before, and then you got the Orioles, where there are a lot of really young guys just getting started. I think it's a great matchup. You put those two teams together, plus... I'm only three hours away from Baltimore. I could maybe try to find a way to make it to one of those games. Yeah, you could get to Baltimore. I don't think you could buy a ticket. No offense, but I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's that's the uh, the hard part about get. But uh, I I would really like to um, you know, if that opportunity presents itself, I would have to find a way there. I have no idea what World Series tickets cost, but I would have to find a way there. Selling a kidney. Anyone need one? Matt, we'll sell you it for a World Series ticket. For a World Series ticket. Let's go. Ah, so that uh, is our <laughs> postseason preview. That's how we think it's all going to shake out. I'm really excited. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, all gets started Tuesday, today, by the time you listen to this episode, at 3 p.m. I think every game in the wild card round is on either ABC or ESPN. So tune in there if you want to watch some postseason baseball going to be a fun week and then we got the division series getting started on saturday the alds and the nlds get started this saturday yeah uh first one's on abc texas tampa also on bc on a on abc i said nbc god my brain this is fun abc we got abc abc there we go, there you go. channel channel eight in richmond my former employer there we go uh, do you want to touch on some uh, news and notes? Yeah, we got some other stuff going on around the baseball world as we get into the postseason. Some uh, some sad news a little bit. Uh, you know, I was thinking about this today. For guys like us, our age, a lot of the players that we grew up watching, they're, they're old. They're walking away. They're retiring from the game at this point. Miguel Cabrera and Adam Wainwright have officially retired. They've played their final games for the Detroit Tigers and the St. Louis Cardinals. And then you got some other players like Brandon Crawford with the Giants, Joey Votto with the Reds, and Zach Greinke with the Royals, who there's some speculation out there that they might retire. Uh, it's possible they could come back. If they do, probably not with their current teams, but they each might retire as well. So those are a lot of guys that you know we grew up watching 
really, I mean, for me, really from the moment that I started, you know, paying attention to and to really following baseball, Cabrera, Votto, and Granke, those were the guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be weird not seeing them out there. Uh, man, obviously, Brandon Crawford, who, you know, was a flying squirrel in Richmond. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I saw a game he played in the minor leagues. So, yeah, it, it's kind of weird. I mean, this is this is starting to happen. We're old. Uh, but it is it's it's definitely bittersweet. Yeah, it is. I mean, they're, you know, they've had great careers. Um obviously some decline in production as the years have gone on and it's it's time to hang it up but it is sad to see them go and it definitely it marks the end of an era um you know we got Pujols retire last year we got these guys retiring it won't be too long before we see Verlander and Scherzer and eventually Kershaw hang it up uh so you know it's it's coming to the end of an era but these are the guys that that we really grew up with watching watching baseball We've seen a uh, a couple of manager moves throughout MLB so far. A um, couple of firings. One, well, I, I don't know if you call this one a firing. Buck Showalter announced that he's not returning as the manager of the Mets last year. There was no use of the word fired in there. It was a strong suggestion to retire. Yeah. I I don't like That's that my move. sense of it. I th- he's He's a really good manager. You know, he's had a lot of success everywhere he's gone. I really like him, even though he's with he or he was with the Mets. I still really like him. I don't think he was the issue. You know, the Mets, the Mets are the Mets. That's the issue. But they also just they need to put together a better team. I don't think he was the issue. And I don't really I don't really agree with that move. Uh, And then you got um, Gabe Kapler getting fired as the manager of the Giants. That one was a little surprising to me. Yeah. Um I I was definitely shocked by that. I mean, I guess the you know, the Giants did have did have a disappointing end to their year. They had that real promising season and then they've missed the playoffs since that. So, uh, you know, I was at 21, they had a real promising year, then 22, 23 they missed the playoffs. So, you know, I I think it it it, I can kind of see, you know, maybe why they want to, you know, change some things. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking, like, he is two years removed from that that really good year that they had in 2021 when they were the top seed in the National League. Uh, and then I think they got knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. So, you know, they didn't really do anything. Um, and I, we, I think we both, I might have had them as a wild card team this year, and you said you could see it happening. I don't think you did pick them, but... I think I picked them as a wild card team this year and they didn't, I mean, they didn't make it. So a little bit of a disappointing year for the giants this year. And uh, Gabe Kapler is uh, bearing the brunt of it. Phil Nevin of the Los Angeles angels also out as manager next year. Yeah. Uh, uh, His contract expired. It doesn't shock me Um, as uh, you know, it is like, Changes need to happen. Um, I think a lot more are going to change. We're, we'll see word about the GM. I think their roster will be overhauled. Obviously, Otani is presumed gone. I I am more on Mike Trout will be traded this offseason than Mike Trout will not be traded this offseason, but we'll see what happens. I could see I could see it happening either way, but one thing is for sure, Otani is gone. And yeah. uh, your manager sticking around for another year. 
And he deserved to. Uh, I I don't know what you, you thought, but Aaron Boone was not the problem with the Yankees. I think the roster is as a whole. Like Aaron Boone, this is his first year as a manager missing the playoffs, and he had some bad injury luck. He's basically always had bad injury luck. I mean, you know, uh, look at the production. Aaron like Aaron Judge plays all every game this year. I bet the Yankees make the playoffs. Like, look at his production this year. Like, I think it was. It was like projected out if Judge played the full year, he would hit another. He would have hit sixty home runs. So, yeah. Um, it, I, I think I think the guy, you know, I think that there needs to be changes in the organization. I think they mainly need to be made in the front office because, to me, the Yankees have had a roster construction issue more than a you know you know managerial decision issue. Because to me, like you can always tell the difference, and I. There are times where I question Boone's tactics, but there was more of like, oh, the Yankees are missing X, Y, and Z, or why are the Yankees doing this? Then, oh, they had the guys. Boone didn't make the right decisions. Yeah, I am I'm on the same page as you there. I think Aaron Boone is not the problem. They got to keep him. Brian Cashman is the issue. And at this point, if, you, if the Yankees – upper management can't see that then i don't know what they're looking at because he's been around for how long now and i mean seven years he's got oh cashman cashman a long time cashman's been around for way too long with the amount of success he's had i mean the the yankees should not go an entire decade without winning world series he's been the president the president since 1998 yeah that and all right so he hasn't won a world series since 2009 he's yeah, so he hasn't even he's appeared in the World Series since then. He's I mean, won they gotta... four, but like, let's let's be real here. The first three he won is because Bob Watson created the yeah. best quartet maybe in the history of baseball. Yeah, that, like, I mean that you know Posada, was... Jeter, uh, Rivera, and you know Andy Pettit. Yeah. So. Cashman was around for that, but that wasn't his doing. He was the GM, but did he make those like he did he build the foundation of that team? No. Yeah, I think he's got to go. He's got to be the one to go. Keep Baron Boone. He's a fine manager, but you got to bring in a better GM who's willing to make the moves you need to make to build a winning team. And Cashman's just not doing that. That is uh that's what they got to do. I think they got to get rid of him. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. I will. Uh, I would not be shocked if nothing happens, but I would be upset by it. Well, that will do it for this episode of the podcast. Give us your playoff thoughts, your predictions at Matkins News at Trey Lyle VT at Foulball Area Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Foulball Area Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Foulball Area Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they come out. Thank you.